Welcome to E to the Power of Three, a podcast of Bridging the Gap, where our mission is to encourage, equip, and empower every woman on her faith journey with Jesus Christ. Today, we are honored to hear from national speaker and author, Julie Fisk, as she has a conversation with our podcast host, McKelsey Bloom. In this leadership episode, they will be discussing how every woman is a leader. Regardless of whether we are leading teams at work, are volunteering, or caring for mini-me's in the home, we are influencing those around us. They discuss perspectives for why some women may not believe they are a leader, as well as how to embrace the opportunities of leadership within your spheres of influence. We will also hear a mini conversation with pastor, speaker, and podcaster Portia Allen, as we look forward to hearing her as a featured speaker at the Sisterhood Leadership Retreat in February. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Well, welcome, Julie, to your second time on the podcast. It's always fine when we have re- have fun when we have repeat people joining us. But welcome to another episode of Each of the Power of Three. Thank you, McKelty. It's always a joy to join you. I am really excited about what we're talking about today because I think bridging the gap, this is one of the like core beliefs that they hold on to. And so to be able to hear you share more about it, and I'm giving little teasers for people to get them excited, but (laughs) it's just going to be such a blessing. But I would just love to hear a little bit from you. What have you been up to recently? And if people maybe missed the first time you were on the podcast and don't know who you are, if you want to just share a little bit about um, you, that would be great before we get started. Sounds good. Thanks, McKelty. I'm Julie Fisk. Um, married to Aaron, live in central Minnesota with two kiddos. I am one of a trio of women who writes under the Ruth experience. Um, Kendra and Kristen are my co-authors and my co-partners in crime. We write devotionals. So um, we're just coming off of a really, really busy week. We released our newest devotional, One Good Word a Day. Um, for those of us who love the idea of clinging to like one word every year, which I love the idea, but I am terrible about follow through. And so by like March, I'm like, what was my word? What, what was I doing with that? And so we, we loved the idea, but we had trouble sort of clinging to that word all year. So we thought, well, what would it look like if we did just one word a day? I can hold a word every day. So that's what that devotional looks like and what it's about. Um, yeah. So that's, me in a nutshell, and um, I've been part of Bridging the Gap for forever, both as somebody who um, went to conferences for years and years and years with my girlfriends and then joined some of the leadership stuff with Carol and you and everybody else. I just love Bridging the Gap. Yeah, it's such a good organization and you really have contributed in so many ways. And it's been so fun to see you and launching this just a ministry with your writings with the Ruth experience. And we'll definitely make sure to link to um, your page so that we can have more people check out your books because they are speaking as someone who bought one. They're so great, but well, we're so happy that you're here with us. And I wanted to talk today a little bit about women being leaders. Mm -hmm. We have our sisterhood leadership retreat coming up, and this has been such an empowering time for me specifically, but for so many other women leaders and especially who identify as Christian as well. I know there's just a lot of leadership conferences and we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute, but um, to be able to go somewhere where it is 
truly a retreat feel and to be poured into both spiritually and in this business and logistical way um, Mm -hmm. is so great. But I know you were a foundation to this retreat and would love to have you just share a little bit about what is the Sisterhood Leadership Retreat? Um, What is the backstory about it? Sure. So, um, uh, you know, it is hard to be a woman of faith, especially if you are in the mainstream workplace. And I, I was there for many, many years. And so I would look around and there just wasn't, there were industry led conferences, but there just really wasn't anything where I could be a whole person. I could be the Julie who loved Jesus. I could be the Julie who was a businesswoman. I could be all of those different parts of me in one spot. And it was mm. safe. There just wasn't anything like that. And so that's part of where the sisterhood retreat came from was this idea of, you know, women in leadership are often lonely. It's hard. You feel um, you're making decisions that are sometimes not popular. You're not. Um, and so is there a spot for her to go and, and be her whole self? And, and that's really what this idea, that's where this idea was birthed was like, let's provide that. But then it's, it's even developed more into um, an idea of community as well. So can I go and ha- meet God, right? And, and get some information, like learn some stuff, learn some new skills, meet God. But then also, can I meet other women who are in ministry, maybe like an out loud ministry, maybe it's a very quiet ministry, which is like, you're just being faithful in your day-to-day work mm. um, and, and connect them. And, and how do we bring community to these women so that they're not alone? They're not alone. They, they have somebody else that they um, can reach out to, or at the very least can remember, like there was a whole room full, room full of women just like me. Yeah. Yeah. And what are some of the type of things that have been incorporated over time into this retreat? So we're very intentional about um, providing breakouts and speakers that speak to the spiritual part of us. So the faith component, um, giving us encouragement, maybe a little bit of gentle accountability is never bad, right? <laughs> or maybe I've been doing something, eh, like I could do something a little bit better. There's, hmm. there's room opportunity for growth is what we call it. There's some room for me <laughs> to grow a little bit, but then also some practical, um, aspects too. So we always incorporate something on conflict because conflict management is tough. And here's some new tools. So we're always thinking like, what, what, what could we do about conflict this year? Um, there's stuff about, we've had stuff about like personality assessments. So what are your gifts? What are your strengths? Um, communication. We've, I think we've had some stuff on productivity in the past. We've, we've certainly been incorporating mental health lately. Like how do you lead mental health for yourself? But then what about for your team? Like what does mental health look like for your team? And, and where does that play into? So, so we try to hit like professional development stuff, but then we also make an, an, a um, big uh, push for spiritual development as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I just think you said it perfectly. It's truly this place where you are being poured into in all of these different areas of your life. And when Carol Lund talks about it, she really just shares like, 
it's not something anybody else does because it isn't a conference where you're going and just kind of sitting in the same spot in a big room. We're at a retreat. We're at Lake Geneva. It's beautiful. You know, you have the lake there, you have all this space that you can go and independently have a moment to like write and to journal and you're building connections and mm-hmm. being poured into in so many different ways. So it truly is this amazing retreat. <laughs> It's a beautiful, if you've never been, if you've never been to Lake Geneva, I just go, I mean, take a chance, right? Roll the Mm -hmm. dice and say, I'll give it a whirl. It's such a beautiful location. Yeah. And there's so many women that come who they just come by themselves. Like you said, like, I just need a moment, a retreat for me to be poured into leadership wise. I'm going to get my own room. I'm going to, you know, something along those pieces. And then some come with their church group or their work colleagues and coworkers to have some sort of, you know, bonding piece in that. So it really is for every woman and go ahead. I was just going to say, and you don't have to be a ministry leader to attend, mm-hmm. and you don't have to be a leader in mainstream to attend, and you don't have to currently be leading a team even to attend. So um, it is for everyone. Like, don't, please don't make an excuse about why you're excluded from this invitation, because that's not true. Yeah. And that's perfect segue. <laughs> into what we really want to dive into today of this topic of every woman being a leader Mm -hmm. and the amount of times I hear I'm just a you know fill Mm -hmm. in the blank I'm just Mm -hmm. a stay-at-home mom I am just a you know I'm just a teacher I'm just a this that and then some of all these things where it's like I'm not in leadership I'm not running anything But to our core at Bridging the Gap, we believe that every woman is a leader. So would you just speak to that today? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I've been talking about this for years. Um, If we love Jesus and have set out to follow him, um, we are, and maybe leader is, maybe leader is a little misleading, but we are influential Mm. or we ought to be influential and our lives ought to be influential. And so um, that means that we need tool sets around conflict. We need tool sets. We're going to end up volunteering for things. We're going to end up leading things. So just because you're in a season right now, and I would even argue, like if you really thought about the season you're in, you're influential um, in that season. Maybe you're leading littles. I mean, that's leadership. And maybe you're on the PTA or maybe you're, you know, helping co-manage the soccer team because they needed a mom or a parent to help manage there. You don't have to be the leader of a Fortune 500 company to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know as women, specifically within the ministry world, I think we have a cultural tendency to say, oh, no, no, I'm just, uh, and I would say there's, um, it's okay to be, to be filled with humility, being Mm. filled with humility is a good thing, but it's also okay to own the stuff where we lead and where we're, and where we're learning to lead better. It's, we are called to be women who love Jesus and follow him. And if we say yes to him, eventually, if you say yes enough times, you're going to find yourself in some sort of a leadership position. So Mm. If you're not, if you, if you could persuade me that you're not yet a leader, I would say, just wait, Mm. you're going to be at some point. So, 
Yeah. How do we do that? How do we actively make steps to get to that place where we are leading? Because like Mm -hmm. you said, you can, you're leading as a stay at home mom. You are leading these kids. You are leading. I had someone say that to me once. Like, I'm just a teacher. I'm like, are you for real? You are leading a whole classroom. Like, you know, there's all of these things. So what, how do we like practically switch our mindset to get to that place where it's like, no, I am a leader, even if maybe society or my own insecurities are telling me I'm not. Mm -hmm. I think, I think you start by just simply praying and saying, God, whose life can I touch today? Mm. It's so easy. And, and it's not, you don't have to go far. We, most of us have neighbors. Um, Many of us, some of us have coworkers, Um, many of us have family members. Um, It doesn't, you go to the grocery store, right? Are you nice to the cashier? Like who, like just, who are you quietly influencing? And sometimes it's through our actions. It's not even through our words, you know? So am I exhibiting the fruits of the spirit when I'm doing my daily thing? And when you just start engaging with God that way and just saying intentionally show me somebody that I can just interact with today, you start practicing that. And then he asks you to do something a little bit bigger. And then he asks you to do something a little bit bigger Um, and, and being faithful in that. Then all of a sudden one day you look around and you're like, Oh, how did I, how did I get here? And you trace it back and it was little steps. I mean, you, nobody just gets a call and says, be in charge of this huge thing. It's all of these tiny, you know, when I first joined bridging the gap, I worked the resource table, like for years. I mean, I didn't just jump into leadership. I started and I just started serving and hanging around other women who were leading and learning from them. And, and they just give you opportunities. Um, and you say, yes, And then all of a sudden, one day you're like, oh, here I am. And God, you know, and the beautiful thing is God has something for all of us. So there's not, um, there's no, there's not a scarcity and there's no reason to be, um, to to be in competition, right? So Mm -hmm. I can run my faith race and what God has, the people God has set before me are not the people God has set before you, Kelty, right? Because we're in two different places. Mm-hmm. And so your faith race is yours. Mine is mine, but to run together and to link arms periodically when our circles overlap, like that's what brings joy. Mm-hmm. Um, but just start where you're at. Yeah. Just start where you're at. I love that. The idea of just saying yes to the little things because you, yeah, you have to start somewhere small. We're not going to just jump into be CEOs of things right away. Maybe <laughs> to start your own company. Maybe. I've not seen it. I mean, God can do it. He can be like, mm-hmm. here, be the CEO. I mean, he can, he can do it. There's no question. Yeah. But what I have seen is you start small and, and you grow into it and thank goodness, because then you can learn a lot more life. Yeah. And really importantly, having that humble heart, having that obedient heart, because God loves to use obedient people, even if they're not the best at something. I mean, the classic example is Moses. Like he actually had like a public speaking fear kind of issue and wasn't great at it. And God still used him Mm -hmm. to be a huge public speaker and to lead these people because of his obedient heart. And so I think that we just have to have that mindset of even saying yes and being humble and God will use you if that's what you're saying. Yes, I'm open to it. Right. Absolutely. And, and it's in his timing, 
Um, but you'll look back and you'll see all of his fingerprints along the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of talked a little bit about ourselves and seeing ourselves as leaders, but what can we be doing to encourage those around us to help them find their leadership potential as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good question. You know, um, I'm going to speak to all the central Minnesota native girls because I'm one of them. <laughs> and this is what I'm going to say to all of you for just a moment. Um, we are Minnesota polite. We are not Minnesota nice. And so we do not invite the new girl and we are very closed culturally. I have had so many girls move from far away and they all tell me it was so hard to make new friends in Minnesota. And Mm. so if you are a girl from here, and even if you are not, I would say, would you please look for the new girl and include her? So when you're at church, when you're putting together a committee, when you're putting together a group, find a new girl and invite her along. Um, and, and just keep your eyes open. And, and even in the little things, you know, start on the soccer sidelines or start wherever, but just be very aware of the new, of the new girl. Um, and, and then do that, you know, invite and allow them to be part of what you are doing. And so it's not, it, we're, none of us are meant to do it all alone. So and allow other women to be part of what you're doing and let them learn from you. And, and I would, the other thing I would say is be a good follower. So sometimes I'm a leader and sometimes I'm a follower. Sometimes it's not my job. Sometimes I'm there to support the leader. And so then my role is a little bit different, right? How do you switch back and forth from that role? Cause I've been hearing that a lot lately of it's just hard to sometimes be like, Oh, I'm usually the leader. I'm usually in charge, but now I'm a follower. How do you switch back and forth there? I think you have to intentionally identify what role you're playing. And then um, you have to intentionally support the woman who's leading. And so you're on her team. And even if you would do it a slightly different way, mm-hmm. um, you're on her team. And so there's no back, there's no back talking behind her. It's, it's full on support of her and, and, and doing everything you can to try to do it the way that she's leading, you know, so that you're trying to, um, you are legitimately in the same boat, rowing just as hard with her as you would be if you were leading that, if you were sitting in the front of that boat. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all of the things that make us a good friend, all of the things that make us a woman who um, follows the fruits of the spirit, like intentionally cling to those. So, you know, joy and peace and humble and filled with grace and mercy and uh, compassion, you know, mm. making sure that we're living those things when we're following. Yeah. yeah. And pray for her. It is hard to be a leader. It's so hard to be a leader. Pray for her. Pray for her. I love that. That it's hard to be mad at someone when you're praying for them. I feel like I hear that a lot. <laughs> that it's, we should always be, even when we're frustrated and even yes. when we think we would do something different yes. is just praying for them and, and encouraging. chances are you would do something different. We're all going to lead differently. I mean, so chances are good that there is something that you would do different if you were the one in charge. So, mm-hmm. and, and you have to come to terms with that too. It's mm-hmm. if you just have to come to terms with it. So yeah, identify very clearly on the front end if you're a leader or the follower and then mm-hmm. say that role accordingly. And I think just as a leader, you're as a leader, 
if you have that mindset of every woman is a leader, every single woman can make a difference and can influence this group and whatever you're doing, whether it's ministry, corporate, all of that. If you have that mindset, you look at your community different. You look at your team differently. And instead of it becoming this comparison game and this, well, I don't want to give them this responsibility because if I give her this, what if she's better at it than me, the leader, you know, you're not battling that anymore. And -hmm. you're able to just solely encourage someone, like you said, in their specific walk and their specific leadership journey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and being secure in who you are, right? As a, mm-hmm. as a child of God, as a daughter of God. Um, it's tricky. There's no questions. And humans are messy. So like, <laughs> this isn't easy. This is not like a formula. That's why we have the Sisterhood Leadership Retreat. Yeah. <laughs> because humans are messy and it's hard to be a leader and it's hard to be a follower. And there's all sorts of things that kind of get into the middle of it. Um, but when we do it well. When we come together with other women and do it well, um, there's no stopping us. That's the thing. Like when we're, when we're all rowing in the same direction and we've figured it out and we've, and, and we play to your strengths and you play to my strengths and we're not envious of one another, but we say, this is what you're better at. And this is what I'm better at. And let's do this together. Then we go so much further. I mean, we would be unstoppable in the kingdom of God Mm. if we could figure out how to work really well together as women who lead and then as women who follow and, and to switch that back and forth. Mm, I love that. That's so good. Well, as our time is wrapping up here, I would just love to hear from you any final encouragement that you have for women who might feel like they could never be a leader or don't have that potential. There are so many ways. So the, the beautiful thing about God is, he makes us all different. And he knew what he was giving you. He knew what he was giving you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so don't, first of all, don't compare what you have to anybody else because that's not fair. And second of all, um, he's given you that for where you find yourself. So just say like with you, with the things that you've given me, with the skill set or the dreams or the talents that you've given me, how can I further your kingdom? Mm. And, and what can I do with this small thing? And, and there's different stages in our life. When you are a young mom and you've got littles, that's a completely different stage than being an empty nester. And it's a completely different stage than being a mom of middle schoolers whose evenings are just jam-packed because their kids are in a ton of activities. So go easy on yourself. Just because you're not doing something right now doesn't mean you won't doesn't mean you won't. There are seasons to life and God uses us differently in different seasons. So don't be discouraged by that. And if you say, if you just go to God and say, here I am, use me. I'm just telling you, you better buckle up because you will be on the best adventure of your entire life. And it's going to be little things and big things and everything in the middle. He is just looking for girls who will say, yes, he is not looking for you to have like all of these prerequisites. Mm-hmm. He just wants girls who are going to say, here I am, use me. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautifully said. I love that so much. 
Well, thank you, Julie, for chatting with us and just talking about such an important, important topic. And we truly do hope that all of you listening out there can really sit with us and reflect and about some of the points we talked about and how am I being a leader? Are there areas where I can step up, but maybe I've been too intimidated or I've been comparing too much. And we really hope you reflect on that today and just feel some encouragement. But we would love for all of you to check out the Sisterhood Leadership Retreat. It's coming up February 11th and 12th in 2022, just in case if someone's listening to this in the past (laughs) or in the future. (laughs) Check your year. Ladies, check, check your years. years. <laughs> but yeah, we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes so that you can look at tickets. But we have such a fantastic lineup this year of keynote speakers mm-hmm. and the workshops are still in the works <laughs> to, to being created and figuring out. But we actually have a special little teaser piece for you all listening today. I was able to sit down with one of our keynote speakers, Portia Allen, to do a little bit of a teaser for what she, um, who she is and what she has on her heart. And we're so excited to have her joining us there. So take a listen to that. Well, welcome, Portia. For those of you who do not know Portia, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, I'm Portia Allen. I'm a wife. I'm a mother to three boys, and uh, we love the Twin Cities. I'm a former educator and principal, and so I love kids and all things related to people, actually. Mm -hmm. And now, currently, I am a speaker and a teacher, and I dabble in writing, (laughs) dabbling in it, but just all over, just trying to be friends. Yeah. And you have a podcast. And I have a podcast. I am a co-podcast host. Uh, She speaks stories. And so that's a ton of fun because we get to meet some amazing, amazing people and hear their stories and hear what God is doing in their lives. So good. You're a busy lady. Well, we're so (laughs) happy to have you here. And today I want to talk about a concept of balance that I think a lot Mm. of just women in leadership, people Mm -hmm. in leadership and ministry can really struggle with. So how do we as leaders, someone working in ministry or just somebody on the day today, mm-hmm. how are we that same person that right. is out there working, doing God's work yeah. as we are at home to Absolutely. our kids, to our husbands, to our family? Mm-hmm. Because we, you know, yeah. we can get irritated, we can get frustrated. Absolutely. How are how do we find that balance? I think that first you have to breathe, and that might sound like super simple, but breathing is so important to just for your physical health and for your mind to settle down, mm-hmm. and then to set the intention of I want to be the same person everywhere that I go. And to be honest and aware of what's going on within your own heart. And as believers, honestly, sometimes we need the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. to help us understand what's going on in our own heart. Mm -hmm. And so with breathing and being intentional and asking God to show us where are we right now in this moment, then it allows us to adjust however we need to, not to adjust to be somebody different, but to adjust and be who we are. Mm -hmm. And so my husband always encourages me and he was like, be your authentic self. And so I remind myself of that every time I go someplace. I breathe. I ask the Lord for his help in that motion. And then when I come home, I think about what is it that God has just done? Bring that same grace and kindness into Mm. your home. And if you're tired, acknowledge that you're tired because then that gets the people around you an opportunity to go, oh, maybe I'm not going to ask her a thousand times said my children the same question (laughs) over and over again. But if not, it's a training opportunity, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it is really hard when you are 
you're out in leadership ministry. Mm-hmm. You can get kind of like this exhaustion from that right. because you're supporting, you're encouraging, you're right. empowering. And then you come home and it's like, ooh, mm-hmm. when I am just tired and my kids are driving me right. crazy, how do I exhibit that same grace? Right. I don't, is that something that you've had to work through in Absolutely. your life? Absolutely. And when I come home, I have already purposely planned to have some space. Mm. So either the kids have plans or I have plans or something to have some recuperation time, if you will so that I can rebalance myself mm-hmm. to being home and present with them. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's been really helpful that they know, oh, mama's just laying low today. Mm-hmm. And I fully confess that sometimes screen time is involved in that, <laughs> allowing me to lay low for them. And um, But I think there's you have to go back to being intentional. What are you going to do so that your kids don't get your leftovers? And mm. so whether that is planning time for them away so that you can recover or after you've recovered, planning time with them, with your husband, with whoever the people are in your life that are supporting you, because that is so important that you have time with your people. Um, yeah. You can't. None of us are an island and we're not supposed to do life alone. And okay. so my kids, I love them and they fill me up. Mm-hmm. My husband, I love him. He fills me up. But if I don't give space for that, then um, then I don't get to have that in my life. So it sounds like really just establishing like that open communication mm-hmm. and honesty mm-hmm. of like, hey, I'm going to be gone and traveling this weekend for ministry. I'm going to need a, need some time on Monday to recover yes. and just establishing that. Yes. Yeah. So because when I don't do that. I'm not my best self for my kids. Mm -hmm. And I don't ever want to leave the taste in their mouth or for my husband, for that matter, of you're doing these things for the Lord, but yet you are so not pleasant to be around when you're home. Mm -hmm. And so, and they have that space to speak to me if Mm -hmm. I, if I miss it, because sometimes I do miss it. And so I go back to the Lord, what do I need to correct? Mm -hmm. What needs to be adjusted? And it usually comes back to breathing, resting, being open to the Lord and talking with my family. Oh, that's so good. Well, we love all of your leadership nuggets and wisdom that you share with us. So thank you for joining me today and sharing on that. And you will be joining (laughs) us again for this year's Sisterhood Leadership Retreat. I'm so excited for it. Woohoo! As a main speaker. So we cannot wait to have you join us for that. Thanks so much. I'm excited. Thank you for joining us for this leadership episode of E to the Power of Three. We were honored to hear from Julie Fisk and McKelty Bloom on how every woman is a leader. Find out more about Julie at theruthexperience.com and by following at theruthexperience on social media. As you heard from Portia and McKelty, we also have a great opportunity coming up for women to be encouraged, equipped, and empowered in their leadership roles. We want to invite you to join us for this Sisterhood Leadership Retreat on February 11th and 12th at Lake Geneva Christian Center in Alexandria, Minnesota. It will be an amazing weekend with Peggy Vogley, Portia Allen, Waters Worship, multiple workshops, networking opportunities, fun, and more. Check out mnbtg.org slash slretreat to register. Also, check out mnbtg.org to stay up to date on more from Bridging the Gap. We look forward to being with you next time on E to the Power of Three.